deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting. You're back where it's at for our weekly chat. There's proof in our truth as we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. Thanks for tuning in to the 286th edition of a show on a mission to bring you trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. It's November 9th, and if today is your birthday, I'm wishing you and your birthday mates, actor Corey Hardick, Rapper Scarface, rapper Roxanne Shantae, rapper Sandra Denton, better known as Pepper, from rap trio Salt and Pepper, gospel singer Donnie McClurkin, singer Cisco, a very happy birthday. It is also the birthday of the late Dorothy Dandridge and scientist Benjamin Banneker. Today on the national calendar is National Louisiana Day, and it's 54 days before we inaugurate a new president and vice president. On this date in history, the Guardian newspaper was founded in 1901 by William Moreau Trotter in Boston, Massachusetts. Also, the medical school at Howard University opened with eight students in 1868. As we continue our theme for November, showing thanks through giving, we're going to highlight some ways that we can express gratitude for our blessings by extending service and benevolence. The late motivational speaker Jim Ron says that only by giving are you able to receive more than you already have. Last week, we shared information about the Love Kitchen Second Harvest and Lost Sheep Ministries. Today, we're going to feature the CAC Mobile Meals Program, which is a part of the Senior Nutrition Program at the CAC Office on Aging. It is the home-delivered meal program for senior citizens in Knoxville and Knox County, sometimes referred to as Meals on Wheels. You can make a financial contribution as $3.40 provides one hot meal to a senior and $17 will provide hot meals to a senior for a week. You can also volunteer to be a driver. This show is brought to you by the award-winning talk show, What's Going On, which airs on CTV on Sundays at noon. It's the longest-running talk show on the station, featuring founder Robert Minner, producer Ray Brown, and yours truly as the co-host. You can find links to past episodes of What's Going On by visiting TalkingWithT.com. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. As we approach 2021, we are accepting sponsors and releasing advertising spots. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Also make note, we're looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and we look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news, and find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. It's trending news and hot topics.
Let's turn our attention to today's quick bits. Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and five others in the White House have tested positive for the coronavirus. Speaking of which, the virus is still impacting thousands of Americans and the urgency for a cure and vaccine is forefront. The Missouri election supervisor who went to work knowing he tested positive for the coronavirus died the very next day. He failed to isolate, putting many in danger. The Dodgers have nine positive coronavirus cases after their World Series win. Last month, we highlighted domestic violence awareness, which has been on the rise since many victims have been contained for longer periods of time with their abusers. I read a tragic story about a Virginia woman who filed for separation from her abusive husband of 25 years. He killed her and then himself with their teenage son still in the home. The daughter said, quote, my father took my mom's life simply because she got tired of his abuse and had decided to leave him. He's been causing us pain our entire lives, and now he's caused pain that may never go away. My heart goes out to all of those trapped in abusive situations. Domestic violence is dangerous and deadly. Eddie Van Halen was honored at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Saturday night noted as one of the greatest guitar players in the history of music, and we were sad to learn that Alex Trebek, long-running Jeopardy host, has died at the age of 80. After church Sunday, Joe Biden visited the grave of his son, Beau, who on his deathbed asked his father not to give up on public service. As far our celebrity gossip, Cardi B has filed to formally dismiss her divorce filing from husband Offset, as they apparently have reconciled. Sabrina Parr calls off engagement to Lamar Odom, saying, This has been a difficult decision for me to make, but it's the best for myself and my children. The personal trainer said this on Instagram this past Wednesday. She also said it's some things that he has to work through alone. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, you know what time it is. It's time to review trending news and hot topics. And, of course, it took a few days. But after record-breaking voter turnout and counts and recounts, we finally have a new president, and we thank the most high. But it was definitely evident that our country is pretty much split down the middle. Citizens are divided around issues of race, health care, foreign policy, and more. And while those of us who were either celebrating Biden and Harris or just celebrating no more Trump, we have to remember that 70 million people actually voted for Trump. Yet, we have to be elated here on Talking with T about the history that was made as the first woman, not to mention woman of color, is the vice president-elect. The country looked like one big block party. Did y'all see all the people partying in the streets? Yes, indeed. I mean, I felt like... I just want, I almost wanted to get out in the streets, but you know, the way my life is set up after a long, <laughs> after a long day of busyness, I celebrated from the comfort of my bed. But I understand. I was, now, were they out in the streets in Memphis? Um, 
not on my end of town. Okay. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that there were uh celebrations going on in various parts of the city, but you know, you could just feel the the energy that was all over the country just from Atlanta even up in Philadelphia to Wilmington, mm-hmm. Delaware, New York City, just everywhere. Right. Well, we didn't have a whole bunch of celebrating here. I did see the neighbors across the street picking up their <laughs> front signs after the yard. And then all, all I could think about is on Twitter, this man is going around seeing people picking up their front signs out the yard, and he's playing tap. <laughs> you know what? People really are doing the most. I mean, the internet is undefeated. I almost felt bad at laughing at some of the memes and videos and mashups that I saw, but indeed, it was a celebratory time for, like I said, for those people who really were relieved to see that the direction of our country is going to change. Now, it isn't everybody. As I mentioned, we kind of split down the middle. Some people were okay with what's happened the past four years. But here on Talking with T, we were not. So as people took to the streets to celebrate new leadership while President Trump refused to acknowledge he lost, Somebody needs to go get him out the bunker because when he came back from playing golf, he had to drive through crowds of people celebrating the Biden-Harris win. I mean, what is it like to have people dancing in the streets over your demise? Somebody got to go get him. Well, just I just think he should ride off quietly into the sunset. I mean, we've had to endure four years of his foolishness. Um, He most recently held an event at the Four Seasons, not the hotel, but the Four Seasons. What was that? (laughs) I was so confused. I saw bits and pieces, and I, I just didn't have time to get my thoughts together and understand what was going on. He had a press conference. He did, and Pam, you can you can chime in if I'm I'm leaving anything out because I believe you were the one who brought this to our attention initially. But there was a press conference, I think it was um, in in Philadelphia somewhere, and uh, he sent out a tweet to say that uh, that there was going to be an event at the Four Seasons, and mm-hmm. of course, uh, people were all excited, and the Four Seasons Hotel. Downtown was like, nah, bruh, not us. Come to find out, it was at the Four Seasons Landscaping uh, Company, which apparently is a woman-owned business from what I read. And they took all, they put all of these Trump signs over the door of the business. And it was just like a, a, a press conference impromptu just held in the middle of the darn street in the middle of the day. And uh, Pam, I think you were telling us that it was in a very interesting location as well. Yeah. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm just going to ask, please, that we can stay on the air, but carry on. It was in the middle of um, 
soy manufacturer and a crematory. So, listeners, I'm going to show you the picture of where this event was held, and you can see for yourself. But I think somebody got it wrong. Whoever booked the event didn't look closely enough at the directory to make sure they were at the right location, because surely they did not intend to hold a test to hold a press conference in such location. You said it right the first time, too. You said it right the first time. It was a press conference. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> right. But also from what I read, um, as I was trying to get some clarity on the story myself, because I was like, what the what? Um, they wanted to try to have this test conference, press conference, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> in an area that was um, – that was not close to downtown where the ballots were being counted and in an area where they would be well received by the working public. Oh, so maybe it wasn't an error. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. And like I said, it was supposed to be well received by the working public. I don't know, you know, what kind of working public they were hoping for. You know, we got a landscaping business. We have a uh, crematory on the other side, and we have a toy shop mm-hmm. on the other side. And we're mm-hmm. not talking about Toys R Us. Okay. So Trump has yet to accept his defeat. Am I right? That is correct. That's correct. Okay. And in fact, he tweeted that he won by, quote, a lot. Am I correct on that also? You're correct. Well, where do we go from here? What does it take? Are they going to have to drag him out the White House? What happens if, let's say he decides he's still the president, regardless of what the ballot said and the election results. Let's say he declares that he's still the president, as he did on Twitter. What do they do? They said they would basically remove him. But we've never had to experience this before. Everybody bows out gracefully. Um, I was reading when Bush lost to Clinton, he left him a nice note saying, you know, your this country is all of ours, you know, just saying nice things and Trump is like, Hell no. I won't, I won't go <laughs> And they said that even his wife and the people around him have told him, You just need to accept the loss so we can go on. I think she's already gone and we ain't seen Pence in weeks. I think he's been gone. Yeah, I heard, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Melania was gone even when she got in the White House, so. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I heard she never really unpacked. Right, so she's she's just waiting, I'm sure, to talk to her lawyer so that we can get pens, pens moving on paperwork or that she can get pens moving on paperwork and she can go back to laying across rugs half naked. Oh, oh my, Jay. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Let me, let me get back to the discussion at hand. When Trump goes down, several others are going down with him. In fact, you know what? Several have already gone down along the way. Month after month, we would see people getting in trouble due to their affiliation. But one is Steve Bannon, and he was the former chief strategist for the White House. And he's in the middle of a criminal fraud case. His attorney jumped ship this past week after Bannon suggested that Dr. Anthony Fauci and FBI Director Christopher Wray 
be beheaded. I had to read that again. I was like, what is this, Alice in Wonderland? And so his Twitter account was also suspended because he tweeted that Donald Trump had won re-election. And I'm thinking, are they in one big delusional dream together? What? What manner of alternate universe is this in which they live? I don't know, but they need to be rescued. They are so weird to me. <laughs> that whole situation, I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> Beheaded? Right. In, two, in 2020. <laughs> this is Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, I, I've got a thought. Can we just get okay. the Space Force to come and just pick the whole staff up and take them to uh, Mars or whatever planet? You know, everybody's supposed to be traveling, we're supposed to be traveling to under Trump's administration. Well, they can't go now because another nine or ten of them have COVID. They don't want that over there, even in Mars. They said, no, we're good. Hey, that's right. <laughs> you did. So I see that Tennessee lawmakers, again, want to introduce a medical marijuana bill. As Arkansas and Mississippi are already on board, Senator Janice Owens, has been trying to get this bill passed for years. Now, with Tennessee being the number one state who voted for Kanye West, they might as well go on and pass the marijuana bill because clearly folks are smoking something. I was so embarrassed that our state wasted over 10,000 votes on Kanye West. Yeah. And I was speaking to a colleague who talked to a now former friend of hers uh, who voted for Kanye West. And Stop. Yeah. Did they smoke? I believe so. Okay. And the reason why my colleague and this gentleman are no longer friends is because said gentleman voted for Kanye West. And his rationale was, Kanye West was a black man on the ballot, and it was a name that he recognized, which kind of leads oh, yeah, he's to, yeah, to the possibility that he uh, partakes of mind-altering substances. And my colleague had to remind him, like, hey, bro, you are familiar with the college, the, 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 the college dropout Kanye West, not the Kanye West whose mind is currently bad. So let us, you go your way and I'll go mine. So as I said, needless to say, they are no longer friends. And I didn't see Kanye West on the early voting ballots. Were they different? Because No, I did. Yeah, he was on there. He was on there. He was the very last name. And what happened, a lot of people said they didn't see it because, of course, our prominent choices were at the top. But you know me. I just was reading on. I didn't have anything better to do at the moment. So I decided to read all of it because I really need to look at some of the other things as well, the amendments that I needed to make sure mm-hmm. I was voting in the right direction for. But the very last name on the ballot said Kanye West. And at first I thought I was being punk. I looked around to see if any lights were flashed in my eyes for the video cameras or something. But no, everything seemed to be in order. And so I said, okay, his name is really on this ballot here. And then to learn that people voted for him, I was done. 
Yeah, I must have overlooked that. I must have went straight to Biden. I don't even think I saw Trump's name on there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to mark the wrong one. And if I'd have seen Kanye. You know, <laughs> it was just meant for you not to see it. I have heard, like, younger people that voted. Many of them, their first time voted, so they voted for him because it was cool to see him on there. And I was like, ugh. Well, We've got to do better. But I'm, got to. We've got to do better. And Ice-T had said something uh, on Twitter about, you know, paying attention to the people around you that voted certain ways and also some that didn't have no reaction and aren't at the least bit happy. Mm-hmm. So weird to me for people just to be so negative still about Biden and has winning. Like, it makes no sense to me, especially us. Black women who are against her winning, I mean, that that's a good look for any black little girl, for any woman of color. I mean, to me it is, and I'm sure y'all feel the same way. Yeah, I'm going to say a little bit about it without getting into it too much. I understand and respect different political views. I get it. For whatever reason, you may be opposed to their platform. For whatever reason, you may feel like them being in office doesn't benefit your agenda, and I'm cool with that. You don't have to celebrate. I'm cool with that. Right. What I don't understand is why you find it necessary to lash out, demean, or really just get upset with people who are celebrating. Like, if you have your point of view, I respect that. You can't respect that I want to celebrate something I'm happy about. I mean, that's natural. That's life. We have opposing views. We have different agendas. I have different things that I want. I have a different society that I want my son to grow up in. And that's me. My opinion is not going to hurt you. What may hurt you is if we lost health care. If we lost economic power, if we lost the ability for single women to own homes, if we lost, you know, these things that really would help propel us, not as a person of color, but as a society. So that's what I'm looking at. Those are things important to me as well as education and equity. But if that's not on your agenda, darling, do you, boo? I'm okay with that. But don't get upset with me for saying fact. The mo- not worried. Is Party City still open? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might go get me some balloon streamers and horns because, I mean, to me, it's worth celebrating. If nothing but just to know that there was a time when having a woman of color in such a high position was not even imaginable. And to see it happen, creates aspirations. And you're right, Pam. Women of color have been at the bottom of the totem pole for a long time. And I can look at a little girl who can look at Kamala Harris and say, that could be me. It may change the path that they take. You know what I'm saying? It it gives hope. When we remove hope, that leads to a lot of the destruction that we see in our communities as far as crime, violence, and all of those things, because you have nothing to look forward to. You've had this feeling, and I've seen several posts that tell women to make sure you keep your shoes on because there's a lot of broken glass on the floor. And if y'all don't know what that means, it means the ceiling has cracked. 
I'm going to leave that right there. And I'm welcome. Hey, if you got something to say about it, you can leave a comment on TalkingWithT.com. You can also call our talk line, 865-409-1170, 865-409-1170. Give us a call. We would love to hear your opinion, but I said what I said. Here right. is the bacon man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Look, one more thing. <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. Although the political scene was up front and center in most of the news, it was hard to find anything else. There, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Meant to talk about it last week, but got distracted. This man who was mauled by this black leopard said he paid for a quote full contact experience. And I was thinking, now where did they do this? But the white turner out of Florida paid $150 to get up close and personal with this leopard. And he thought he was going to take pictures playing with the leopard. Why he needed those pictures, I don't know. He should have photoshopped them because when he got inside the cage, the animal attacked him because that's what wild animals do. And he was at an animal sanctuary. The owner let him in the cage with the leopard. I may have been alarmed or at least cautious when this animal sanctuary was in somebody's backyard. But, okay, we're going to move on from that to the animal attacked him and ripped off a part of his scalp and tore his ear in half. Now he's at the hospital. So he's suing the owner of the sanctuary, saying that the visit was illegal, so the waiver that he signed was invalid. The owner, and I think it's Macau Poffey, describes himself as an exotic animal breeder owning a private animal sanctuary. But he's already been charged with allowing full contact with a dangerous animal and maintaining captive wildlife in unsafe conditions. And so I had a couple of questions. How does someone take care of a leopard in their backyard? How do you breed a leopard? And I don't know if the owner of said sanctuary is at fault as much as somebody who goes to pay to take pictures with the leopard. He knew that was wrong. What's 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 our nice little acronym? No. Yeah. No. Same thing. No. (laughs) I will not. Because clearly folks around here thinking they, they are the new Joe Exotic and playing with, with these cats and, you know. If God meant for you to have these up-close-and-personal experiences with these leopards and these wild animals that are otherwise at home in the wild, mm-hmm. then I'm pretty sure that he would have likely given them some sort of taming well he would have yeah it would have been where we got along you know like birds right Right. and flies you know i can't stand flies but they you know because they always in what (laughs) i didn't (laughs) we're not gonna keep doing this every week i cannot and we don't even want to go to somebody's house and they got a dog much less they got (laughs) a (laughs) but some of our a lot of complexion friends, they love to go investigate and do, do things like that. You know, they've... Maybe it's the rush, the thrill. You know, I've seen them ate up by different things. You see sharks, 
They don't like dark meat. Okay. Just <laughs> close it out again. I'm not even. Well, all right. Yeah. Um, okay, Pam, you, you, you have dismissed us for the second week in a row. Come on and, and, and do our, 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 little, our little outro, uh, Tanisha, so that we can move on with life because Pam has, has shut it down once again. I need to all white on the surfboard. Pam, we threw. That's it. That's it for this bit. Little boy with a bag. Listen, that's it for this bit. And I'm almost scared to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. Because you don't tell it. <laughs> and if I don't say it, Pam will. <laughs> Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com, share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.